Here's Miller and Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. This is Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Miller and Condon on a Tuesday. It's Des Moines Sports Station. Back to local programming for the next seven-hour block. We appreciate you starting it here uh, with Trent and myself, Ken Miller. Uh, it is 11 to 1, and coming up on the BMW of Des Moines guest list, it shapes up like this. At about 10 minutes before noon, we will get to our friend Shelby Mass, BracketWag.com. BracketWag.com. Shelby's late to the Iowa State party, Trent. Uh, he's got them on the six line where he had them last week. I've seen a lot of threes out there, including Joel Lenardi. But Shelby Mast, uh, we'll talk about those brackets coming up here at 11.50 this morning. Bracketwag.com, bracketwag.com for Shelby. Wag stands for wild-ass guess. It does, exactly. Though he's pretty good at it. He, no, he's really good at yeah. it, but you're right. It's wild-ass guess uh, is uh, how he references uh, the back end of his domain. I'm uh, looking at Bracket Matrix that... Combines all the brackets that are out there. Oh, it makes sense to hear this, yeah. They are the last number four seeds, so right on the 4-5 line mm-hmm. when you average them Everybody all together. together? Yes. Yeah. What? Uh, who else is in Shelby's territory? Is there anybody that has them on the 7? Let's see here. Yes, there is a 7. That is the lowest, is a 7. A couple of 6s out there. 3s, 4s, 5s, yeah, kind of all over the place, but yeah, yeah, right on that range there. 3 to 7 range, yep. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll talk a little bit more depth of... That what they have right now, and it doesn't end. I mean, this grind that's in front of them, yeah. the Big 12, as yeah. we saw again last night. What a game. Entertaining as hell, wasn't yeah. it? Now, I didn't see the first half. You know what I watched yesterday? Um, NBA. I watched the Oklahoma State-Minnesota uh, game. Same. Fruity Pebbles on the court. Yes, yeah, saw that. Uh, now, I didn't get to it about the middle of the third quarter, but it was entertaining as it hell. Was. And and, uh, and um, Ant went crazy at the end of the game. He got fouled on that play. There's, without a doubt. I mean, the guy was all over his left arm. He got hacked on the arm as he dunked at home in just an incredible dunk in its own right, being mm-hmm. fouled on top of it. There was a timeout called right afterwards, and... He goes over to one official, he's yep. complaining. He goes over to another official. They're trying to move him back. You just took a two-score lead, I think, at that point. Did that uh-huh. put him a four? Uh, four, five, uh, four or five, yeah. yeah. What if you but he, a, I agree. What if you get a teeth? Flirting with the technical. And, and Cat was trying to pull him uh-huh. back. but You know what? I think the officials maybe cut him a little slack because maybe they realize, you know, we missed this. Yeah. Right. And we're not going to uh, two wrongs. Uh, anyways, it wouldn't would have been wrong because he was asking, essentially, and after the game, he essentially asked, to, you know, I'm going to be fine for this. He knows it's coming. The Minnesota Timberwolves, the number one seed in the Western Conference. It's incredible. It is. They're good. Uh-huh. 65 to 1 on my app. Woo! You're looking real good. Yeah, well, we'll, well see. <laughs> April and May about, might be a different conversation. And where did they play their home game strength? They're in Minnesota. Yeah. yeah. I don't have to remind oh, you. Oh, I know well. Uh, the uh, Another Minnesota team said goodbye to a staple. I did not re- realize Polanco's been a member of the Twins organization since he was 16 years old. But a long time. 16 years old they signed him. But you know what? Uh, we'll talk more baseball tomorrow. Matt Snyder was going to join us today at 1130. Uh, he was a late defection. He had to slip back to tomorrow. But a lot of baseball conversation, including we didn't. Uh, did we talk about Joe Maurer getting in last week? No. We well, The day of, we talked about mm-hmm. the day of the vote. But I don't think we got around to... Uh, 
to discuss and that. So we'll save that for Matt Snyder, who actually votes uh, on the Hall of Fame. So uh, Bracket Wag, Shelby Mass will join us in our number one. Wade Looking Bill will help us break down Indiana and Iowa tonight as the Hawks uh, have a very winnable game in front of them. Uh, we will talk to Shelby, uh, to Shelby to Wade about that. And then uh, Pete Mundo uh, from Heartland College Sports, the proprietor, the man in charge, the guy who runs the shop over at Heartland College Sports, will join us uh, more on the Big 12 schedule uh, with, with Pete Mundo. I did not see. Now, the schedule's come out, mm-hmm. and if there is a two things, um, I'm not at home, so I can't use my fingers to enlarge my screen <laughs> so the old eyes can read. Oh. <laughs> well, but, you, don't, you didn't bring your magnifying no, glass I, I that you have for your Phil Steele? thing. Um, <laughs> I wonder if it's in my Phil Steele, come to think of it. Very, very well could be. Uh, I don't see it. Anyways, I don't see it. Um, I don't see any Thursday or Friday games. And I was under the impression uh, that I, I guess maybe it was an impression. Maybe it was my, um, maybe I was just in my mind completely wrong on this topic that the Big 12 was going to move some of their real estate to Thursdays and Friday nights. And at least on the surface, if there are some of those games, I did not see them. I did not. I'm pretty sure that Iowa State does not have one. Yes, because I have their schedule in front of me. Now we've seen this in the past, mm-hmm. where ESPN, you know, comes in at a later date, flexes their muscle, and says you guys are moving from Saturday to Thursday. Right. Uh, which I guess could happen, but you know, you look at the schedule for Iowa State and. Until they get their first bye week, and I'm not talking about the off week after Iowa, um, North Dakota at Iowa, then they're off on the 14th, then they have a block of five Big 12 or four Big 12 games in Arkansas State, their final non-con. Trent, they got a chance to really make some hay. Prior to the bye, the final yes. week of October, because after this, it gets a little steep with the exception of Cincinnati, Texas Tech, who finished well last year. Mm-hmm. That looks as though that's homecoming, according to Randy Peterson in his piece at the Des Moines Register. Then they'll play the Jayhawks at Arrowhead Stadium. We knew that was coming, that Arrowhead uh, was going to host the Kansas games this year because their stadium is undergoing significant renovations. They host Cincinnati, what will be senior day. Uh, no, it won't because K State's got to come back, and then Utah, and then K State at the end of the year. So uh, after the bye, a five-game slate. All right, four of them difficult. Mm-hmm. Not saying unwinnable. They went and they won in Manhattan last year. But if you're looking for, you know, you can go ahead and get your pen out and, and put a W beside one. You'd have to do that with Cincinnati, I would think. I think so too. Yeah, I'm right there with you. It's a schedule that looks like there's a chance of a real run here. And maybe bowl eligible before the bye week? Oh, I, I don't think that is a stretch. No, absolutely not. I think and this is based on last year, right? right. We don't know. We, we don't have the... Well, we had them pegged for three and in nine last right. year. And we don't have the comings and goings from the other schools in yeah. front of us. And Well, we know there's 20 to 22 starters back, though, for this team. That's true, which, that's, which is good. Yes. So North Dakota at Iowa, Arkansas State at home. By the way, seven home games this year at Houston. Houston wasn't good last year. Home to Baylor. Baylor wasn't good mm-hmm. last year. Yes, the trip to Morgantown's never easy going to test. And maybe one of the bigger surprises in the conference this year, West Virginia before Central Florida, then you go into your bye. So there's a chance to get five or six in the barn at that time. And I assume Iowa will beat Iowa State. Uh, So I'm not um, the games at Kinnick Stadium. Um, Though that's been the place that Iowa State can actually win in recent history. That's true. And it's a rivalry game. And as you mentioned, we've seen it before, but Iowa will be favored. But... 
you know, that next group of, 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 of uh, five games that we didn't mention of the seven prior to the final bye, there's some winnable spots in there. So uh, before we get back into Iowa State, uh, there are some games that are listed either Friday, Saturday. Okay, good. Or Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So there are a handful throughout the, the conference Where Where did you case. find these? How did I miss uh, this? This is on the Big 12 schedule release on gotcha. Twitter. So outside of obviously week one where there's Thursday and Friday games. A week two there is nothing a, on Labor Day Day, Labor Day or the or the Sunday of Labor Day weekend. No, nope. Either gotcha. Thursday or Friday, the yep. rest are on Saturday. Uh the following week there is a Friday game. It is BYU at SMU, non conference game. Mm-hmm. Following week, the week of the fourteenth, the Arizona at Kansas State game is listed for either Friday or Saturday. Okay. So there's a potential yeah. there. Uh, let's see, nothing the following week. The week after that, we go a couple weeks later. Here's one uh, at TCU. The Houston game at TCU is listed either Friday or Saturday. Um, Utah going to Arizona State. That's a Friday slash Saturday. Same thing for Oklahoma State, BYU, uh, the week after that. So uh, there's a handful of games okay. in here that are that a little bit later in the season. It'll be the week of November 9th. West Virginia against Cincinnati is Thursday, Friday, or Saturday. One of the three. Same thing for Houston at Arizona. So there are a few handful in there. Nothing, though, with Iowa State. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of Cyclone fans will be anxiously awaiting the NFL schedule to come out because with uh, Iowa State playing at Arrowhead Stadium on Saturday the 9th, mm-hmm. likelihood of the maybe the Chiefs are home on the 10th. Uh, a pretty good double dip if that's yeah. the case, right? Go down, stay, find your find your place where you want to stay, and um, do the Iowa State Kansas game on Saturday. Follow it up with a trip to see the defending Super Bowl champs. It says here, we God. shall see. Trent, you know, along those lines, can you remember a Super Bowl favorite who's been the Niners? Have you seen? Have you heard anybody that loves the Niners in this game? Oh, I have not. Everybody's Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs. Yeah. Do you know? Do you get where I'm going? I I do. I'm more disrespect. Not disrespect. I, I guess I haven't seen a whole lot of people that are out on that ledge right now. I I haven't seen that at that level. That it's been kind of oh, eye opening to me. First blush. Oh, I love the Niners. No, I haven't heard that from one person. Really? I guess I haven't been digging into that content yet. Right. We'll get there got to kind of hit the brakes a little bit. You can't be jumping aboard too early, right? Yeah, that was really was a bad night in sports last night. Oh, uh, Jets get beat? No, they're off. They're, oh. they're off. Uh, there was one Oh, yeah, there was one hockey game. I, And I watched it. It was a pretty good game. Senators actually. and Senators Preds? and the Preds, yep. Yeah. It went to overtime and uh, the Ottawa won. Did it go over? Five and a half? Yeah, it was flew over. Oh, it flew over. It was. I, I, I had that on my book three. and I didn't get to it. How'd you do yesterday? One and three. Eesh. Yeah. Rough start to the week. Well, yeah. today's the today's another opportunity. Oh, we to got do a that. handful. Uh, but yeah, just back to. Um, I just have not seen a lot of Niners love out there. Hmm. Not saying it's It'll not come. coming. It'll come because the number's one and a half. Mm-hmm. Can you can you see the early breakdown of bets? Yeah. Let's uh, pull it up here. I'm going to guess sight unseen. About two thirds of the bets I'm on the Chiefs. That's that's what I would anticipate. We of course saw the early line move, which always says something there. Here we go. Yeah, two Break and a half move. down to one and a half now. Whoa, whoa, whoa! This is interesting. Seventy-one percent of the tickets and seventy-nine percent of the money is on the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, there goes my theory out the window. Whew. 
So we see a line move. Uh-huh. We see all this public action mm-hmm. on San Francisco. Reverse line movement happening here. That's a wow. I guess I'm confused, more confused now than I was. <laughs> I think I have too. <laughs> I'm kind of with you there. Uh, let's see. There's some twos out on the out there right now at the Superbook and a couple offshore. DraftKings also has it. Uh, 49ers minus two, minus 102 though is all you have to lay on that one. Circa South Point have it one and a half, same bet online offshore and a couple out there. So that's probably where it's going to, it's probably going to hang in that one and a half to two and a half range. I guess I thought it was going to go the other way. I really thought that the Chiefs would end up being favored at kickoff. And we got a long time between now and then, but the early money that crushes come in. Mm-hmm. Now it's going to be a trickle. Um, between now and yep. uh, sometime next week, you don't see a lot of uh, a lot of play. But who knows where it's going to go? Who knows where it's going to go? Uh, again, I'm I'm just surprised. Listening, watching, you know, ESPN or uh, on on Twitter, I just don't see a lot of Niners love. It's all Chiefs. Maybe that's just where you know um, my my Twitter for you takes me. Uh, we'll see. Jim is with us. Jim, welcome to the program. How are you? Good. How are you guys doing? Doing well. What's on your mind? So in August, I did a little uh, $5 parlay, Michigan National Champion and the Niners Super Bowl Champion. Love it. Mm-hmm. And what did yeah, you get? Yeah. What was you, what did you get at that time? How much plus uh, one? Oh, I can't remember. It's at home now, but it be I think $5 turns into like 75, something That's like that. That's pretty good. Uh-huh. Yeah. You'll take yeah. it? So my, yeah, my question is, do I hedge it with a money line bet on the uh, Chiefs? Maybe 10, 15, 20 bucks? Uh, Ten dollars and five dollars are my unit. No, I know okay. I got it, and, and uh, we're not uh, we're not ridiculing one bit. Not you, at you all. You play where you're comfortable. Yep. Um, and if yep. that if that is, uh, yeah, I think I probably would. I think I probably just take a little step. Now, not much, not much of a hedge. No. You want that seventy five dollars score? Who do you like in the game? Do you like the Niners? I would you I would you rather your Mahomes magic? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right? <laughs> Mahomes magic. God, he is so he's amazing. But... Yeah. I really don't care. I just want to see a good game. But I, I'm with I, you. I listen to Trent every day, and I thought, well, I'm going to ask the pro for some advice. Well, here is I, <laughs> I have a calculator that I use. There is a arbitrage, a hedging calculator. You can find it on the Action Network app. You can find it anywhere. Just Google hedge calculator. It'll give okay. it to you. So, with what you gave us, five dollar bet at about thirteen to one odds, uh, and your hedge odds on the money line, say plus one fifteen, you can get the Chiefs something like that. It tells you here you put down. About $32 on the money line, on the Chiefs, and then you guarantee yourself a $32 profit. So with your... And you can't lose. Yeah, so you're $37 in and you're guaranteed one way or the other, you got 32 bucks coming into your account, uh, guaranteed before the game's even Yeah, I don't off. think I'd spend that much. I think I'd want to have... 20 bucks maybe? Yeah, maybe 20. Yeah. I'm thinking 10 or 15. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Jim, okay. nice nice, nice one. Thanks, Thank guys. you. Yeah, appreciate appreciate you listening. Um, those things should, are important. I you, love those, and I love those type of bets. Yes, absolutely. I, I told you, what, a week ago I had a few of those with uh-huh. South Carolina as my key in the women's basketball. Those These calculators, though, we talk about gambling. We talk about point spreads. We talk about a lot of different things. But get making a profit. It's difficult. Mm-hmm. It is. There's a reason that those casinos are made up, and you look at the amount of money that comes in month after month. You can see them all here in the state of Iowa. You can see them nationally. Yep. There's a reason that they keep operating, and it's because <laughs> it's difficult for the everyday Joe to make a profit. And that's all it is for me. Look, people have this illusion that I'm some high roller gambler. You're like Jim. You're 10 bucks. Exactly. It's 
nickel and dimes, uh-huh. and not real nickel and dimes as they talk in the betting parlance. No. It's five, ten, twenty bucks at most that'll put on these kind of games. And because of that, all I'm really trying to do, it's not going to impact my mortgage or my car payment. Mm-hmm. It's not going to, kids are not going to be able to, sorry, can't play soccer this spring. <laughs> Dad had a bad run. Yeah. It's none of that. It is fun money. It's an entertainment tax, and that's how I use it. But if you're trying to make a profit, and that's all I'm trying to do season after season, get a profit. These are the little things that you have to do is, all right, I feel good about this. However, when you can guarantee yourself or Jim a $5 better, that's a six-unit mm-hmm. guarantee. That's pretty big when you're trying to do yep. it overall and try to keep money in that account and keep going. So those are one things. We like to also educate the gamblers out there, too, not just talk about the lines, but what is out there. And those are the tools, just a hedging calculator that can show you what is this actually going to do. Chiefs, South Carolina, Yukon. Ooh. Nuggets. Oh, I'm trying to find that team. Hockey, got is, it, is it a team from the West in the NBA? Boston? Yeah. Milwaukee? Milwaukee got to figure it out now. But Sixers? No. B can't stay healthy. And he ducks the Nuggets whenever he's got to play them. Um, that's it, right? I mean, it's those three? I think so. And then in the West, look, the, the Timberwolves are a fun team. They're a fun team to watch. They're not going to win a title. I don't think they are. I don't. We're talking about the Minnesota Timberwolves. (laughs) You're right about the Nuggets. Uh, OKC, boy, Shea Gillius has turned into a player, hasn't he? Uh, Baffling. It really is. When he left Kentucky, okay. He's a good athlete. He's a good athlete. Um, Maybe he can average 15 again. Yeah, right. (laughs) Whoops. But he's just on fire right now. And a good, fine Canadian lad, by the way. But can I'd you bet the in. Timberwolves? Can you bet? No, the you Thund- can't. Can you bet the Clippers even? No. Even as this, I mean, new, another one, talk about being dead wrong. Oh, James Harden, this is going to be a disaster. And they've been excellent. Mm-hmm. But do you trust them in the playoffs? No, I don't. No. I don't. And uh, the Lakers are in a fight for a playoff spot. Right. They'll be over bet. Golden State? I don't think so. They're on think, the outside yeah, looking in. They're th- five I, games under five. I'm with you, Trent. I think Golden State, that, that's uh, that brand new palace they built in downtown San Francisco. <laughs> so put three, four together. That's just what I, for your five bucks. Right. And it, and it adds up. <laughs> yes, it does. It really does. Now. You don't have to take long shots in no, these kind of things either. absolutely not. I mean, you said start right here. Start with the Chiefs. And South Carolina's got to be favored to win the women's title, do they not? Oh, absolutely. LSU, we, did they lose again last night? I saw did. Kim Mulkey trending on Twitter, so I assume that they went down in flames. Yeah, lost to Mississippi State. And things are not going very well there. Isn't that too bad? Yeah, I know. Not, not a tear shed in that one. Uh, women's basketball, South Carolina, we talked about this a week ago. They were plus 340. Oh. Now at DraftKings, they're 2-1. to one. Where's Iowa? They're the third betting choice at 8-1. to one. LSU still plus 650. Uh-huh. And UConn and Iowa are 8-1. to one. UConn, they're a shell of themselves. I mean, Paige Decker's, man, you, you really feel for You can tell mm-hmm. she just... She's been impacted by that injury. They're all mm-hmm. banged up there. Uh, UCLA was playing really well. They lost back-to-back games. It's almost a one-team race. Yeah, I think it is. I, I know Iowa got them a year ago. I get I that, but you got that chip on the shoulder. Yeah. They are so tough, so talented. That's that's probably one. Well, like I said, it's your key, right? I think it is. Start with that I one and then is. kind of build. And mm-hmm. You want to put an NHL in there, an NBA. 
Those are fun bets to make. Yeah, they, they, they put in the uh, winner of the World Series is too far off. <laughs> it is. Got to hold that one for a long Wimbledon, time. Wimbledon, you want to put that in there? Yeah, not so much. No. Not so much. All right, 11.20. Why don't we take a break? We'll come back in. Shelby Mass is coming up at uh, 10 minutes before noon. Look forward to going inside the brackets with uh, with Shelby uh, doing that. Bracketwag.com, bracketwag.com. Get back more into the Big 12 schedule. By the, by the way, the Big 10 just couldn't let the Big 12 have their day in the sun, right? Couldn't let the spotlight by themselves. Big 10's got to do a schedule release when it comes to Iowa, our, our two Big 10 basketball that they put out essentially right on top of it. Yeah, you think you're getting all the headlines uh-huh. today? Here's a little elbow in the side, in the ribs. Get out of the way. Move over. Um, I did not know this. You know where the tournament is next year? The men's and women's and Big Ten tournament is next year? No. Minneapolis. Well, it's this year. It's 2024 now. Yeah. Yes, it is. It is. It's All not year. next year. It's 2024. It is right now. Right. Yeah. So it's coming up in uh, April, Trent. And I, I didn't know that either. Um, I'm glad it's moving around. Yes, absolutely. And that should be a pretty popular destination. Really easy to drive to. Uh, unfortunately, uh, both teams in all likelihood. Well, it's staggered weeks. It is. Yeah. Um, the women might have a long stay. Yeah. The men, yeesh, boy, they have a big game tonight. What's the number on this game tonight? Two. Iowa favored by two. I think I saw a two and a half that popped this morning. So yeah, there's. There's Iowa money coming Indiana's in. Indiana's big. Is he back? Where? Yes, yeah. where? Is yeah. he back? Yeah, the that's Oregon transfer. Bad. Yeah, he's back. That's too bad. Because he's a dude. He's a load. Yeah, he's a dude. Uh, Miller and Condon. So in uh, in anticipation of talking baseball today mm-hmm. with Matt Snyder, uh, I was reading some stuff last night. Of the, uh, five, what would you call it? Would you call it five regional teams? Yes. You don't put Milwaukee in the conversation, do we? Kind of. So then More six, than the White Sox, but yeah. Well... Of the okay, of the six, who, who has the best chance to to get to a championship series? <laughs> is, is there a wild card team amongst the? Is there a playoff team amongst our six regional teams? If you put Milwaukee in, maybe that's the answer. Yeah, the, the Cubs tw- got the, the the Cubs did really. They they hired Craig Council. Mm-hmm. Got a pitcher. Okay, yeah. Uh, the Cardinals got older. Mm-hmm. With uh, Lance Lynn and Kyle Gibson. Gibson was good last year, wins and loss wise. ERA wasn't. Um, White Sox, no. Royals, no. Twins were on the cusp of making, a, I think, taking another step. Yep. Um, they haven't done anything, have they? Did I miss something? Outside of trading Polanco, no, they don't have money. They don't know what their TV contract's going to look like. <laughs> Who's Pitchers the, and catchers report in two weeks. They report in two weeks, exactly. Who 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 of the regional team would you buy stock in as a playoff team? Twins because of the division. Okay, yeah, fair. They're going to win that division. Then they're in, obviously. Yeah. Yep. If now, are they, they going to do they anything? Repeat, they would obviously get it, yeah. So I think that's the answer, Trent. I like going to see depth charts, and Fangraphs always does a really good job of just laying everything out. Do they have theirs up yet? They do. And this was very interesting to me. So they have every roster broken down by war. Wins above replacement, yep. very simply. Yep. Braves have the best 26-man roster mm-hmm. with a war of 54. Dodgers at 51. Yankees, Astros, Blue Jays. Phillies, so that's your top six, seven. Number eight, the Minnesota Twins. Really? That was a wow. Now, pitching staffs that are down there, but that was eye-opening. 
Uh-huh. Cardinals, you go a little bit deeper. I think they're about 12 on this list. The Cubs are about 18. Behind the Cardinals? Yes, behind the Cardinals. Kind of interesting. So you look at what the Cardinals have. You look through that rotation. That's a whole lot of eh, right? Mm-hmm. Sonny Gray was really good last year. He was. till the playoffs. Yeah. Miles Michaelis is fine. Mm. Yeah. He's a really good number four. Uh-huh. An okay number three. Nothing more than that. Uh, I, I thought he was going to be, but you're right at this point. Kyle Gibson. What's Lance left? Lynn. Yeah. Steven Matz. Mm-hmm. What are the young guys? Levator. Mm-hmm. Zach Thompson. Mm-mm. Not a whole lot there. Nope. Arnado. Goldschmidt. Arnado's coming off a bad year by his standards. Mm-hmm. Contreras. Tommy Edmond. Contreras needs to wake up. Yes, he does. Dylan Carlson after that weird year. Mm-hmm. That's not awe-inspiring, at least to me. The Cubs, what do they have? A rotation that is going to be set with Justin Steele. Really good. Yep. Tyon. Made big steps. Yeah. Hendricks, diminishing. But now you get to move him down, though. Right. Amanga, do we know anything? No. Right. No. We've seen guys that translate well. We've seen mm-hmm. other guys that are unmitigated disasters. Yep. Jordan Wicks, Assad, Wasneski. Yeah, Assad was okay last year. He was okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wasneski, I don't think he took the step that a lot of people, myself included, thought he was going to take. Who's going to close? Alzale? I think so. Looked like he could last year. Looked mm-hmm. like he could handle it. Less, rest of that bullpen, Merriweather, Lighter, Smiley, mm-hmm. Neris. Mm-hmm. Not seeing a whole lot there. Is Carl Edwards Jr. really on their yes, roster? Yes, they just signed him this past weekend. Now they signed, The cheeseburger. I, I think they signed him to a minor league deal. That would make serves. sense. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not so sure. But just back to my uh, back to my original. I guess the answer by default is the Twins. It is the Twins. If they can repeat. Now, the young guys took a big step last year. Julian, he's got star rating. And, and that's why Polanco was traded, yes, right? Absolutely. Because his emergence? Yep. Correa, got to be better this year. Uh-huh. I mean, for what they're doing. Royce Lewis, yeah. a full season? It's pretty wouldn't, good. Wouldn't that be nice? Kirilov at first? Pretty good. Uh-huh. Buxton says he's playing outfield. He said so he's at the Twins caravan this past week. Playing center field. Playing center field, right. Walner and Larnick? Right field, mm. Kepler for now. Mm. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Need another arm, though. Yep. And the reason the Polanco trade... So who have they got left? Joe Ryan, pa- Lopez. Yes. Did Maeda leave? He left, didn't He's he? gone. He's gone. It Ober? is. Lopez will be the opening day starter. Yep. Joe Ryan is the two. Bailey Ober is the three. Yep. Paddock and Louis Varlin. With Di Scavani coming in from uh, in the trade with the Mariners. They got young guys. And, they, and they love that outfielder, by the way, they got in the Polanco yes. trade. Gonzalez? Yeah, a right-handed power stick, mm-hmm. something that they didn't have a whole lot of that yep. in the minor yep. leagues. I mean, he's this year, you hope for a full season of double-A. Okay. He's still incredibly young, just 20 years mm-hmm. old. I think he was three years uh, behind the average age for the two levels he played in last year. So, it's a pretty good team. Duran, closer? Yes, absolutely. He feel good there. there the triple digits. Griffin Jacks, Brock Stewart, those guys were good last okay, year. Okay, maybe it is the Twins. Now, where are we going to watch them? <laughs> I have uh, I've made the determination. If the Twins are not on DirecTV... You're canceling DirecTV. I'm out. After 
Nearly 20 years mm-hmm. as a DirecTV mm-hmm. customer. 26 for me, I think. 25, 26. Well, we're saying goodbye. Are you? To Anywhere. go to where? Anywhere. I mean, YouTube TV, Hulu, wherever, and wherever I can find, obviously, the Twins mm-hmm. will be a part of it. Is it you have to buy the app and do it that way, whatever. So are they one of the markets that's considering going local for all of their games? And if so, what does that mean? I don't know. Now, the Padres were still part of DirecTV last year, even after their deal blew up. And what was the other one? I think it was, was, the, was it the Snakes? Maybe, yeah. I think that sounds right. And after they blew up, they were still on the old channel for DirecTV, and they found a spot. That happens maybe one more year. We'll yeah. see. Well, may, maybe you'll save some money, although <laughs> right. the, the streaming services, they're not as cheap as they once were. They keep going up and up and up and up. What's ESPN Plus now north of 10 bucks? When I think when it first started, the sign-up package was like four ninety nine a month. Now it's north of 10 um, which if you, if you continue to add content and buy content, that would be the answer. Uh, that's the reason why it's going up. All right, let's get Jeff uh, in here. He'd like to talk some basketball. We'll do that. Switch gears. More baseball tomorrow with Matt Snyder. Uh, and about uh, about this time tomorrow, Matt Snyder from CBS Sports will join us. Hi, Jeff. Hey, Ken. What's going on today? How are you? Good. Um, you know, we you guys quickly talked about Iowa State seeding, and there's a lot to be played. But if you go into their net ranking, their net rank is number 10. Yeah. They have, they have the best net ranking win in America. Houston. Houston, yep. They just beat Kansas, whose net ranking is number eight. Um, they're six and four in quad one or quad two wins. Just looking off those numbers, and it's what you've done for me lately. For me, the, I call it the eyeball test. I have no idea what world we're looking at that I would say it's a 17. Yeah, I'm with you. Those guys I, should I, have I, their I privileges revoked. Shut down I, I, their I websites. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, let's move on to the Iowa game. And it's crazy to me you guys talked about the Super Bowl, and, and this is a, that's a completely different subject, but this Iowa game, I feel like there's no sizzle. No, no. one's talking about it. No. It's, kind of a, it's kind of a must-win, must-win for Iowa. Mm-hmm. Like, their net ranking's 56. They really can't afford any more losses. And if you look at their schedule, they might have two or three uh, more quad one wins down the road. Guys, they have zero quad one mm-hmm. wins. I'm giving you facts and stats all over the place. Let me stick that again. Iowa has zero quad one wins and their next opportunity to get one doesn't come until february 17th right they i I believe it's like wisconsin illinois northwestern going down the stretch yep so these games kind of you know chunked in here in the middle they gotta win them and really that's not gonna help them at all no but you gotta you gotta win them and then you gotta pick off one of these teams down the road but it's just so crazy to me tonight i just feel like no one's talking about this game it's kind of like Sleepy Town. I, I don't know what it is. I hope Iowa wins tonight. You guys have a good day. Yeah, thank you, Jeff. Uh, we'll talk to Wade Looking Bill in about uh, 25 minutes about tonight's game. At Iowa, Indiana, there's buzz. I mean, last year's games were both incredible. Mm-hmm. From the comeback in Carver yep. and what they did down. That was huge. What was it, 27 to oh, 6 massive, or something like yeah, that. Massive deficit. Came roaring yep. back. Had Goodson going crazy on the sidelines. And you had that, of course, angle. You can tell. I don't think Fran and Woodson are on each other's mailing list for Christmas cards. <laughs> uh, those two guys don't exactly get along. Indiana is struggling mightily. They're 96 in the net right now. Wow. They're also 12 and 8. But Jeff brought up a really good point because hear this from time to time. Well, if they just get to 10 and 10, they'll be all right. You got to put 68 teams in the bracket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They won't. Not unless you get some quality in there. As mentioned, their next opportunity for a quality win, a quad one victory, is a home against Wisconsin. Other opportunities at Michigan State, 
hasn't exactly been a great place for <laughs> Iowa. No. At Illinois. Another place, not a whole lot of wins throughout the years. And that's the final game of the regular season? No. Oh, that Illinois comes to Iowa. Yes. Gotcha. They go to Northwestern. That'd also be, at least right now, a quad one victory if they could win that one on the road and then Illinois at home. So there's four opportunities there. Even if they get one of those four games and say they scratch together 10 and 10 in conference play, they would be one and nine in quadrant one. Is that getting you into the no. big dance? No. It's not. No, you're going to head to Minneapolis with a lot of work to yeah. do. Yeah, you got to get to maybe Sunday. Yeah, a lot of work to do. Just winning a game will not uh-uh. be enough. Uh-uh. I don't think it will be. We've seen teams with winning records, 500 records, be left out of power conferences many times before, and that's a big reason. You have wins. Who did you beat? Remember Nebraska the year with Tim Miles? Did they go... I want to say they were like yes. eleven and seven or yes. twelve and six, something like that uh-huh. in the Big Ten, yep. and they got left out left because out. they played all the bottom teams. Where that is year Tim Miles play. now? He took a job, didn't San he? San Jose State. Okay, bet on him a, quite a few times. Have you? I love Tim Miles. Is, is their team pretty good? Yeah, not good. They're all right. Yeah, no, he's good. He was good on TV. He was absolutely a little goofy personality. Yeah. He was fun. Wasn't but, it him that was running off the court and fell in Indianapolis one at the Big Ten tournament? I don't remember that. I. I think it was Tim Miles was running off the floor after they upset somebody, maybe his final year at Nebraska. Okay. And he took a tumble. I'm sure I'm sure it was Tim Miles. The I, glasses I, go flying. I think it was my headphones just unplugged. Right oh no, that's not good. We don't want that. Oh yeah, I see it here. Tim Miles topples over in Chicago. Safe. Okay. Can can you find it? Yeah, I got it. What 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 year was it? Uh let's see. What year was this? This was what year is it? 2019. Oh, there it goes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right yeah. off the floor, right? Jim Miles. Yeah. The safe afterwards. <laughs> it's a good one. All right, Shelby Mass coming up. Do you have any problem with the uh, the one seeds right now to, uh, as far as he's got them laid out? North Carolina. By the way, North Carolina Duke this weekend. I love this matchup. Yeah. Houston, Purdue, and, and UConn. Those are the right four, right? Well, who else Tennessee, you... maybe. How many losses does Tennessee have? Uh, the four. They're 15 and four. Yeah. I don't think you can make an argument with the top Kansas four right isn't now. a one seed? No. I don't know if there are two. Wisconsin doesn't feel like a one seed to me. No. They feel like the second best team in the Big Ten, which isn't good enough to be a one seed. Arizona? Mm. No. I mean, the Big East teams with Marquette and Creighton? No. Kentucky's not there. Duke's not there yet. No. Duke's got a chance to move up if they beat North Carolina this week, but I don't think they'd move to the one line. Right behind Iowa State on bracket matrix is the Dukies. They're, They're the top behind five. Iowa State. They are. We'll take a time out. Bracketwag.com. Shelby Mass joins us on the other side. The keyword this hour was green. Green, KXNO.com. Green at KXNO.com. Your chance to win $1,000. Weekly look inside the brackets with our guy Shelby Mass. Bracketwag.com. Our number two, Wade Looking Bill, will help us out with Indiana, Iowa. Former Hawk Wade Looking Bill, 1205, uh, 12.30. Uh, back to the Big 12 football schedule release uh, with Pete Mundo from Heartland College Sports. That's at 12.30. Trends plays of the day. Before we get out of here, just before one o'clock, let's get to Shelby Mass Bracketwag.com. He joins us. Uh, Shelby Trenton Ken, as always, thank you for coming on. Uh, Shelby, I want to start with you with the uh, the two seeds versus the one seed. Boy, it's it's still January, and obviously a lot of basketball still to be played. But of the two seeds. I mean, it might, and I'm not even sure there is a two seed Shelby that can do enough work and hope that the somebody on the one line collapses. 
I'm almost ready to say these ones are almost at this closest to being set in stone as maybe they ever been at the end of January. Is that crazy? No, it, it does seem like the ones have solidified themselves. But I think the twos, with the, there's enough competition, enough games left, where they don't have they have to do some work, but they have to hope also that North Carolina or Houston it's a slump, and that would that could do. You know, you kind of look through right now in Houston in the Big 12. They survived last night, but it's going to be a grind to think that they're mm-hmm. you know, going to get to the tournament with, I don't know, three, four losses. I think that's still unlikely, just what's still in front of them. UConn in the Big East, there's going to be trials, but there's Purdue. The Big 10 is not very good this year. There just are not a whole lot of more difficult ones. I mean, are they the odds-on favorite to get the number one overall seed, Purdue, when you kind of look at it in its totality and what they have going forward? Yeah, them in North Carolina, they, uh, they're they playing in weaker conferences this year. I mean, you look at the ACC, I think I only have three teams in. Wow. Jeez. So, North Carolina is yeah. not going to be challenged too terribly much. they got two games with Duke. Um, Virginia, you know, there could be some teams that they slip to, but I think those two right now, I would put, if I had to put money, it'd be on those two to stay number one with the, with lack of competition. Yeah, the ACC three at the Mountain West six. What has happened to Tobacco Road and those folks (laughs) in the ACC? That, that, uh, is uh, eye opening. Uh, also, Shelby, I was surprised you still have Iowa State as a six. Now, granted, they're closer to the five line than your other six. Iowa State, nice win over Kansas. They've got that win over Houston. They run one on the road at TCU. Uh, but you haven't moved them from the six line. Uh, how difficult was that decision or was it easy? No, it was difficult. It was one of those where I've got a bunch of teams right there together, and you can look at all of them. The one I'm not sold on on my five line is Auburn. If you watch them, they're good. But they their resume is liking quad one win. So I could very easily move Iowa State up, take their place, but I, I, I don't know yet. You know, Iowa State's done a majority of their damage at home. Mm-hmm. Road victories, always a big component there. Quality of victories, quad one victories, all the things. You know, as we've gotten deeper and deeper into the net rankings and we've seen the selection committee, though, it always changes and is always evolving. What are some basic tenets now that we need to remember when we're looking at these brackets, we're looking at all the projections out there? What are some things that we have to remember and maybe some things that are different than the past years for what, a couple of decades when we're so used to the RPI system. What are some things that people should remember when we're looking at the new system? I think the way the new system, the, the new style, so to speak, uh, metric matters. You know, you can you, you can watch a team all you want and say, man, that's a good team. But if you look at their metrics and they don't stack up, well, I think the committee is going to kind of go by that as opposed to the eye test. The eye test doesn't seem to be used anymore. I don't remember the committee talking about it for, gosh, two or three years. Mm. That's too bad because we're relying to everything on paper. Go look at the teams; they're good. Uh, Shelby Mast is our guest. Shelby, it's um, 
it, it really jumps off at least uh, the the screen in front of me um, that here we are again, not even February, and Michigan. I don't think they have a prayer to to get into the tournament. Those are one of these teams you just expect them to be, you know, part of March Madness. You know, most years this isn't going to be one of them, is it? They're, they're I've got them down a lot. Life support, yeah. They're almost to the point where they have to win the Big Ten tournament. I don't want to say it's there yet, but with the lack of competition in the Big Ten, if they went on a run and got back to a winning record, who are those wins against? Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair point. There just isn't a whole lot no, of depth there. Not. And we talked about that from the Iowa angle. Is even, you know, if they win some games here, they got a, a couple of weeks where they have a lot of winnable games, but. There's no quality there, and they'll still be sitting with zero quad one victories, even if they win five of their next six, and that is not going to be enough uh, to make them a tournament team. Well, we got to put 68 teams in here. Every single year feels like a standard conversation. Oh, the bubble stinks this year, and Mm. it writes itself usually by the end. But looking at your bracket, you mentioned the ACC, three teams in your bracket right now. The Pac-12, three Three. teams in right now. Yet six teams from the Mountain West, the old Nets RPI system, uh, Mountain West, they found a way to kind of trick the system and scheduled a lot of D2 games in their bye games. Is the Mountain West tricking us again now with the new net? I don't think so. I, I, that has been one of the best and most fun conferences to watch this year. They, they're putting quality games out there almost every night. And you look at the lower half of the, that conference, they can they can get some good wins too. So I, I think I, I'm really kind of Becoming more sold on the Mountain West, um, not sure yet. Shelby, you mentioned uh, Michigan and that you almost have them having to go to Minneapolis and win the the Big Ten tournament. Let, let's take a look at it from a from a Hawkeye perspective. Uh, you know, Trent, Trent's right. We talked about this earlier. You got to get to middle of February before they'll uh, host Wisconsin before any opportunity to quad one. Illinois is on the schedule a couple more times. Northwestern is out there, maybe at Michigan State, but these are. Yeah, they're quad ones, but you have to win those quad ones to put them in the win column. Um, yeah. What does Iowa need to do um, for them to even be in the conversation, to get in the bubble conversation, to you know, to make your last four out or last four in, to give us a little intrigue as we inch our way to way, words, uh, towards March? How much, how much work does Iowa have left? I think they've got quite a bit. They're not in the same position as Michigan. But they're not too far off. But again, having the Big Ten down doesn't help. They need to have opportunities to get quad one wins and win those games. Mm-hmm. Don't don't just play a quad one game, but win them. Yep, win them free, and then we then we're talking. Wins, pile them up, get the good ones, and and that's a huge component here. Uh, one team that's kind of intriguing to me. I saw them last week against Kentucky, and maybe that's the reason. South Carolina, yeah. <laughs> they're seventeen and three. There isn't a ton of depth outside of that Kentucky uh, uh, win in their resume right now. But boy, you look at an SEC team, a good SEC this year with that kind of record, and you got them on the eight line right now. South Carolina, outside of getting more quality victories, is. Is this a real team? Is this a team that we need to pay attention to as we make our way towards March? It sure seems like it. They, they, I mean, they, they get three losses and none of them are that bad. They, they keep piling up the wins and they're doing some, most of those wins, um, 
emphatically. Mm-hmm. They're, they're you know making the committee sit up and take notice. Is that going to be enough to last into February and March? I don't know, but right now they seem like a real team. Who's college basketball's best team, Shelby, in your mind? <sighs> Purdue. And that uh, they may end up getting hurt by a lack of competition. Mm-hmm. It won't be enough. Good stuff. Hey, Shelby, uh, a lot of groundwork still to do, a lot to figure out. 47 days till Selection Sunday, the tournament's in 50 days. I'm looking at Shelby's site, and he's got the countdown clock (laughs) going on. Uh, Bracketwag.com, bracketwag.com. Shelby, thank you. We'll speak with you next week. Appreciate it, Shelby. That was good. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Appreciate uh, your conversation there. So back to to Iowa for a second. Yes, Mm -hmm. they have to win those games, but there's there's, there's some quad ones. So if, if... they sweep Illinois, and that's obviously tough to Ugh. do, right? And and they pick off Wisconsin. Um, they they're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. <laughs> no, no, no. Let, let's come into reality. All right, they get a win against Illinois, and they beat Wisconsin at home. There you go. So there's two quad one victories. Okay, in the stretch before that, Indiana tonight. Yep, Ohio have State to win. Have to win at Penn State. Have to win Minnesota. Have to win at home. And at Maryland, let's say four and one during that. Okay, stretch. I'm with you. Four and one that gets them to what? Eight and six, right in that range. Yeah, eight and six. And yeah. you give them two more with the wins that we mentioned there. Yeah, and beat Penn State. That's eleven to nine. Eleven with a couple of quad one wins. With a couple of quad one wins, they're in the conversation. Then we're having a different conversation. Yes. Look at Shelby's bracket. Look at those. Where was it? Last teams in the first four out. I watched all four of these teams. Syracuse, they're terrible. Cincinnati, pretty good. I like that Cincinnati team. Okay. Villanova is as inconsistent. Yep. And try to figure out that resume. Yep. And Georgia, Georgia is brutal. I watched them twice and think that is just a bad basketball team. They're one of the first teams out. Yeah. You put together that kind of resume, 11-9, uh-huh. two quad one victories, and you go to the Big Ten tournament Win a game. with a chance. Yeah. But a game or two. But it continues tonight. You have to win tonight, Trent. These are four out of five, at it, minimum. It Three almost, and two is not going to be good enough. It, I, I'm with you. It almost feels like these are elimination games in some respects. On January 30th. Right. Oh, my God. That Michigan loss, mm. that Maryland loss. Brutal. Brutal. Uh, Wade Looking Bill uh, will join us. We'll preview Iowa-Indiana. We'll talk to Pete Mundu, who runs the shop at Heartland College Sports. More Big 12 conversation. Trent's plays of the day. Hour to go. Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KX. N.O.